<laughs> Old Orchard Beach used to be nice. There's wild Canadians coming down. <laughs> okay. Loose. They think they think that LL Bean is their is their uh, Giorgio Armani. <laughs> They're like, oh, honey, put on put on that put on some bean tonight. I'm wearing bean right now. Check them out and make sure it sounds right, boys. I mean, like he's uh, yeah. he's not up there in uh, in one horse uh, Toronto anymore. No, no, I'm in, I'm in like the area of town too. Like if a sneeze comes, the power outage happens. So, yeah, <laughs> but good. we have real barbers. You know what I mean? Like there's no yellow bean yeah. on this barber. You know what whoa, I mean? Whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Raekwon, Raekwon's place was for real, dude. Man in Toronto, what are you talking about? Okay, I'm just saying it's better. I mean, okay, man. It's like Raekwon. He must have. He must have been all booked up while you were out there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was that was crazy. That was crazy. You get in once every nine weeks. <laughs> you need to see him every week. It's expensive. Yeah, I got to go back uh, and see him coming up. But he still he made me look pretty good here, Brad. Jeez. Yeah. Like, yeah, you look great. When you yeah. get to your age, though, it's a lot of fucking work. I've heard <laughs> people say. <laughs> like Churchill's routine was nuts. And you're up there, right? I'm on the I'm on the winning side finally in fantasy. Which one? Every day is a fantasy for you, Sean. <laughs> all right, all right. Are you guys ready for this? You guys ready to start? Are you ready? I don't know. I'm just getting warmed up. I don't know. It's yeah. Work out for you. All right. Hey, let's talk about why your screen keeps glitching. What are you talking about? Your video keeps cutting out. No, why it's... you keep screaming? <laughs> My video looks perfect here. That's just the way you talk. <laughs> Everybody, what's happening? What's good with you? The A&B show back live once again. Sean and Brad coming to you from the Pacific Washington area. With us today, the magnificent, the one, the only, the big Aristotle, the man with the hair, the new father, the thing that's all things, the man with the F-bomb, so mom don't listen. The man from Lowell. <laughs> the king of the knockouts. Mike Tyson's got nothing on this guy. The biggest show of the friend. I can't tell if Sean's frozen around anymore. Reed, Evan, <laughs> Homer. Reed, welcome. It's been a long time. How, buddy. Are, how are you? How are you, boys? It's uh, It's been a very long time, and I'm very happy to be back with two of my favorite guys. Yeah. You, last yeah. time it was just Sean. Yeah, I know. What sorry. was that? That was that was a sellout. Well, Brad was in, Brad was in like, was it Hollywood or something like that? Hollywood yeah, at that Los point? Angeles. Los Angeles. I didn't even get the link though to join in. I could have done this, like you know. Well, yo. And he would tell me he was like, "Oh, after the fact." He's like, "Oh, I had read on. We're gonna release an episode." I was like, "What are we doing?" Yeah, man. Uh, sometimes it's just you're like you bo- know. you're trying to bogart our friendship, Reed. How do you feel about that? Let's get that. Out I don't. Of it does. It does feel that that last episode felt like an over the pants. You know yeah. what? So. Yeah. <laughs> like you're on a first date with uh, Lauren Bobert or whatever her name is from. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go check. I gotta go check out that Beetlejuice musical. Yeah. Damn. Oh my no gosh. Idea. All right, boys. Listen, listen. Well, it comes with the price of invention, but I'm into yeah, it. it does, you know? Here's the thing: is that I think I could take you guys on like one at a time, right? But the two of you against me sometimes. That's what she said. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Reasons why Reed and I are allowed in the same state. 
Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, state of emergency. Mm-hmm. Oh, how's, uh, how's fatherhood working out for you? I know you've got one that just went to school, right? You got a new one in the house. How, how's everything with the family? Yeah, the nine-month-old is awesome, uh, Hallett. And, uh, you know, he was born a little underweight. They said he had to gain weight, and then he gained all the weight all at yeah. once. It was nuts. Yeah. He's no like problem. 30 pounds. Wow. Wow. Absolute unit. They, the, the doctor just did his nine-month checkup and said, wow, what a tank. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> where do you, all right. Where do you feed the kid? Maybe should they slow down, huh? Uh, everything. Every, easy to eat everything. So, yeah, and I'm broke, so that's good. <laughs> uh, just the beginning. Yep. Someone, uh, someone who has, you know, five of my five kids have all been off the charts in the heights and weight for the first couple of years of their life, and then stay in the heights train. Yep, doesn't get easier. Yeah, it's great battling the baby inflation with the actual inflation. So that's really yep. cool. Yep. Well, you know, someday you won't buy diapers anymore, and you'll get your money back. I'll be in diapers by the time that one's out. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> Speaking of diapers, Sean, how's everything in your world? Yes, yes, very good, very good. Uh, can't complain. It's been it's been a great, great weekend. It was great, fantastic. You look like a you look like a Bollywood Tony Stark. That's Thank cool. you. Yeah, that's what I was going for. That's what I was going for. <laughs> Bollywood, like. I the, the the extra grays right now too. I like I look almost like an Ewok. I thought it's like way too much. It's like it's crazy. Uh, like this big gigantic. Like I don't know. You look like an Ewok that got too close to like a, a toaster and burned off his eyelash, his eyebrows. How did you go Ewok a man your size? They have Wookies in that world, Sean. Where how, where did you get Ewok from? There's Wookies, Chewbacca. Good God! Look like Chewbacca's been. Huffing silver paint. That's what you look like. And you act like it too. So. Yes. All right. All right. Very true. I don't know why I didn't go Wookie. I don't know. It's kind of like, kind of like that uh, Miami Dolphins uh, Denver Broncos game. That, that start there, huh? Ha, 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 ha. I wanted to talk about that. Seventy points. I think they Great took it easy on them. They took it easy Reed, on them. Listen, Reed and I were not alive the last time the NFL team scored 70 points in the game. Sean, I know you were. But. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? There's a professional football team. And uh, allegedly, you just like got punched in the mouth. It's oh brutal. Yeah, I haven't seen one that bad since the boys under 15 took on the U.S. women's national team. It was, it was pretty bad. But... You know, it's the the story that came out of this is one of my favorite things. It's centered around Miami head coach Mike McDaniel's. Didn't even get called in for an interview with his home team, Denver Broncos. This is a big game for him, and then this is how the players come to play for him. Yep. I love to see that. Clearly, he's a coach's coach, uh, a player's coach. Yeah, and the guys are buying into what he's uh, what he's selling. But man, I feel bad yeah. for Denver. I love that uh, we didn't get a chance to see the game. Sean and I were at the Seahawks game. Yeah. Uh, I heard, though, they had a chance to take a field goal late in that game that would have given him 73. He he just chose to not rub it in. Yep. So, good for him to not put his team, his boyhood team in the record books as the biggest loser. Yeah. (laughs) Just hanging He's still a Broncos Broncos fan at heart. He was a ball boy for them. Right? That's how he got to start the organization. That's how he got ties to Shanahan. Yep, doing you know, so you got the job you got. So a little proper respect on the way out. I admire the guy. 
Like that's that wasn't a surprise. That was just a, a drubbing, though, right? But then there were there were a couple of surprises here this week, like the Texans over the Jaguars. Yeah, huge surprise. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm I'm that surprised by that. Um, you know, we've seen Trevor Lawrence do that uh, all last season, right? Uh, Flash is a genius, and then just like, what is he doing? Uh, and then also you have that receiving core in in Houston. I think they've had like what ten different guys score touchdowns here through yeah. week three. Yeah, yeah. They've, got, like, they, they've got high yeah. picks on that re- in that receiving core in Texas, right? They just needed someone with a scheme to get him the ball to get to go. And they needed a boy named C.J. Stroud to have the gall to go out there and just chuck it. It's, That's it's it. great to see. I, I mean, I think the surprise of the week really was in Arizona, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And and honestly, I mean, Brad, you you and I, we we discussed this already that we thought that the Texans were going to be like surprise some people and some must watch football. And uh, yeah, just like you said, Reed. I mean, C.J. Stroud it looks like the real deal right now. So good for them. So far, so good. Having a, having a young guy distribute the ball like that is impressive. It's, and, you, it's, you know, you, you can juxtapose that against what Keenan Allen is doing kind of single-handedly out in L.A., right, right where he's back-to-back weeks, just monster games. Yeah. He seems to be doing it all. So it's it's, it's it's good to see a young guy get out there and, and, and spread the love. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Derrick Henry and his performance against the Browns? Like, the Browns coming up. Like, the Browns seem to be... 27 points per game it seems like right but that that defense like they they stifled derrick henry stifled him well it's easy to do when you got a guy named miles garrett uh, <laughs> around back there you know making things happen doing his effing job for bill belichick you know it's it's nice when to see the, it. Uh, it it forgives a lot of sins when you have a guy like that one of the best defenses in football, especially on paper, right? When they, when they get going, they execute. Right. Right. Well, I mean, so we were at the game, and I remember taking the uh, the train over, and I'm hearing already, like, a, in fantasy points, that Derrick Henry got me negative points. Negative points. Like, you, you wouldn't even think about that in fantasy at all. Negative yardage, negative points. Uh, Who's the quarterback in Tennessee? Isn't it exactly. still Tannehill over there? It's still it's still Ryan, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying you're putting eight guys in the box and you can't name the quarterback. You know? Yep. Yeah, I mean, like you, you can't you can't be a one trick pony, and this kind of looks like a one trick pony. They have they have some talented guys and stuff like that, but we're not seeing it. And uh, again, look at Houston. CJ Stroud's getting it done. Very young guy, new system for him. You know, and uh, yeah, I, I love seeing Brable sweat, and boy, he is drenched just week after week. So I don't know if they. I, I forgot about yeah. that connection. That's really fun. But that's uh, the, yeah, yeah. That's the thing about the Browns, though, is that like that's the way they're going to win their games. It looks like is a lot of defense because uh, without Nick Chubb, there's I mean Kareem Hunt's there, but it's it's not the same production, right? So. And Deshaun Watson still doesn't look like Deshaun Watson the bold as of yet. As of yet, you know? So, yeah, that the women, the women in Cleveland should probably be thankful for that. Uh, I mean, Deshaun still <laughs> went for 289 and two touchdowns. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's not disgusting. You need them to do that, right? Especially when you don't have that running attack that you 
would be so used to, right? Because, I mean, Nick Chubb is a premier back. He's gone. It's... Yeah, with their scheme, though, you have uh, Jerome Ford there who, who blew up when, uh, when Chubb left. And then, you know, again, the next week, you know, filled the role. Very productive, right? Yep. Kareem Hunt's no sludge. Yeah. Even at this point in his career. I don't know. I think I think that offense is just like a, like a massage table away from from making it happen. You know, so <laughs> it's, it's this is we're still we're still dealing with the shortened preseason. Yeah, like this is this is what it's going to be like. This yeah, is all. I think, I think fireworks happen in week four because everyone's going to be on track, right? Yeah, it feels like it's happened last year too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's one of those things where I'm not even really paying attention to fantasy football right now because. it's Week oh, four is, is when it's we kind of get a look and we understand where things are going to go, you know. Well, let's talk about week four. Yeah, let's 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 get into that because I think we really covered. I mean, there's there's different storylines all over throughout this surprises, but yeah, let's get into week four because I think now we're going to be able to to start seeing where it starts falling as far as everybody in here because there's some legitimate. Uh, Opponents coming up here. So, like, starting off, we have the Lions versus the Packers. Divisional game. Two and one teams. Uh, I think the Lions have two and a half on this, Brad. Uh, point and a half. Point and a half. In Green Bay. In Green Bay. I think it's won by a field goal myself. That's for the Lions. For the Lions. It's nice seeing some parity in this matchup. Finally, um, we ha- we haven't had this in a very very long time, where you're you're kind of looking at it like, oh, this 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 game could go kind of either way. Um, I love I love what Dan Campbell's put together for the Lions. Um, I still don't know if if Love is the guy in Green Bay. Uh, again, week four, we'll we'll see. That this is this is going to be kind of. Jared Goff walked one in, uh, you know, last week. That was pretty cool. So if we see more of that out of Goff, but would you had... run through a wall for Dan Campbell? Yes or no? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, easily, easily. Just because I'm afraid of him. <laughs> I'm afraid of what he would do to me. I've heard his work every team. Doesn't sound cool. And Brad, what do you think of that game? Uh, I think it's the Packers to lose. It's at home. It's in Green Bay. I just... Yep. Lambeau. I think it's hard to win there. I think this is one of those series that's so close now that it's a home-home split. Right. Right. It'll be interesting. I think, I think I... it's fun. I think it's a fun game. I'm glad it's on Thursday yeah. night. It's a good entertaining game. Right? Exactly. It's a good matchup. I think yeah. it's going to be a fun game to watch. It's exactly it's like close. Jeff Bezos is getting the good stuff now, isn't he? This week. <laughs> yeah, fi- finally things are working out for Jeff Bezos, right? Like, finally he gets a seat at the table here, guys. <laughs> Got a chance to make some money. Lord knows yeah. he needs it. All right, so <laughs> who are you picking there, Brad? Who are you picking? I'm taking the Packers. All right, Reed? I'm taking Detroit. The D. Yeah, me too. Detroit by three. That's what I'm saying. All, All right. right. We got, we're back to the uh, the early windows. We got a 6.30, you know, Pacific time game. Yeah. Atlanta and the Falcons, or I'm sorry, Atlanta Falcons and the Jaguars. Yes. Or however, however, Sean says the Atlanta Falcons. Have you heard Sean say Falcons lately? What? No. What the Falcons? Name? The what? Falcons. The Falcons? <laughs> <laughs> so Han Solo was on the 
Millennium Falcon. Is that how that goes? <laughs> Millennium. Millennium Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the Falcon. Put that on the to test. Falcons. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Falcons. There you go. All right, Falcons. I, know, I don't know. I, I don't know about this game, but I know where I'm going to be watching it to be on Disney Plus for the augmented reality Toy Story. That's that's what I'm all about, right? Me and my me and my baby girl. Yep. Watching some football. On that one. Yeah, yeah. Watching Toy Story football. Yeah. Yeah. Good game. Disney Plus is getting in the action. I love it. You know it. <laughs> All right, I don't even know what's the uh, what's the spread on that there, Brad. What's the what's the stat? Uh, Jacksonville's given three <laughs> in London because it's not really home. So. <laughs> uh, it feels like the Jaguars are going to be the first team to have international home base, right? They'll be they'll be about Jacksonville and London full time in the next five years. Yep. Who knows? Playing the tracks. Yep. They play over there all the time. They're building the fan they base do. right now. Jacksonville yeah. plays it plays in London every year. They're trying to build them as the team. Watch. Yeah. That's just that's the map. That's interesting. Everyone else, everyone else gets a rotation but Jacksonville. Shad Khan's the owner there, right? He's got ties there. Yep. Interesting. Did do they change that name though? I don't think there's ever been a Jaguar in London. Well, no. Hey, wait, wait, wait. They drive them. That's, they that's drive the them. Car, man. The, the, they, they do drive them. That's a British vehicle. Yep. That, yeah. That's, that, I think that's a Ford now, though, realistically. Oh, come on. I don't think it's a British right. car anymore. <laughs> it was, though. They've got to change. Jaguar. <laughs> All right. Yeah, they say Jaguar right away. Always they get, always they get bumped, but it gets brutal. Uh, then next, you got the AFC East leading Dolphins. And we didn't even pick who's winning here. I'm, I'm saying it's the it's the Jaguars winning. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'll take that team. They're better on the road than they are at home. Yeah. All right, what's next on your read? Who, who do you you didn't even pick anybody yet? You gotta want you want me to pick the Falcons and Jaguars? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Falcons can fly, so yeah, I'm gonna take Falcons. All right, Falcons. there we go. <laughs> All right. That's 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 my who cares pick of the week. The uh, <laughs> AFC East leading Dolphins are visiting the uh, cellar dwelling Buffalo Bills. Bills are only given two and a half on that in in Orchard Park. Yeah, two and a half. Yep. Boy, you know you can buy a ticket at Wembley Stadium for that Dolphins game for as low as thirty-two dollars. Conversely, Orchard Park can't get the door for less than one ninety-four. <laughs> Badass Americans. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Rivalry does game. Anyone in Buffalo have that kind of scratch? Is the real question. Or are they blowing it all on mustard and tables? We shall see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and overalls. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I don't know, man. This game. This game is interesting because I mean, the Dolphins coming off that seventy-point drubbing, just winning that game, right? Just coming off there and scoring like they must be feeling like Titans. Bills, I mean, they're still figuring it out, but it, they're going to show up. Two and a half. They figured it out last week. They figured yeah. it out last week. They figured it out. You know, like two and a half. I think that's a good. I think that's a good call. I do. I think it's the Bills by a field goal as well in this one. A field goal decides. I remember last week that the Dolphins played without Jaden Waddle. Right. Yeah. And if he's back this week, I would like to know who's going to cover that receiving court from the Dolphins. 
Yeah, I, yeah, it has one of my favorite wide receivers right now, River Raycroft. Like, <laughs> re- remember the Titans part two? Right yeah, here, River Raycroft. I, just, I don't, I don't know where, I don't know how Buffalo keeps up. That's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm saying too. It's, it, I think it's going to be like Josh is going to have to really like run and, and run and gun is basically it. Josh Allen's going to be running and gunning. He's going to have to be accurate. Well, that's it. That's it. He did throw a pick. He has four picks already on the season. Yeah, I get you. And you can't make mistakes with this Dolphins team. And this Dolphins team is a pretty good team all <laughs> up and down. Where, where did Monster come from? Monster's having a monster start. It's like... Yeah, he's a good running back until he gets hurt. He's going to have a knee problem or a hamstring. He's going to get yeah. it. That's great. He's got talent. His, his durability is the yeah. Achilles for him. Who are you calling? Yep. Uh, you know even the Dolphins. You pick, pick the winner until the three loses. Yeah, so I think they're going to completely blow the spread. I think Buffalo's defense, after what I saw last week, I, you know, Milano's just, he's playing with a chip on his shoulder right now. Um, you know, good to see Gabe Davis get one last week. You know, the, that was the thing forever for me with Josh Allen was it was Stefan Diggs, Stefan Diggs, Stefan Diggs, right? And we saw, you know, Davis come in there. We're seeing Dawson Knox get the, some love this season. Offensively, um, new look running, running court over there in uh, Buffalo. They have a lot of tools at their disposal, and that big, dumb idiot Josh Allen who I still am just waiting to see get hurt, right? But so far, he's, he's maintained his durability despite all the bad decision-making that just happens to work out for him. <laughs> but that defense in Buffalo is a freaking problem, and I think you're gonna, I think we're going to have a rude awakening this week. I think there's a lot of hype around Miami, obviously, after that, that week three against the uh, lowly Broncos. Um, I think they're going to get checked a little bit. I don't, I don't know if Tua's going to be able to handle that, that defense, so... I'm taking Buffalo. There we go. Much to, much to my chagrin. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just staying. I, I'm just saying. Like, I'm not even going over on this two and a half. Like a field goal. I'm going with that. That's with Buffalo. Safe money. Yeah. We got the game. No one will watch. Uh, Broncos and Bears. <laughs> Someone's got to win it. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly won't be the fans. <laughs> certainly won't be the fans. It's uh, Denver. Denver with three and a half here. Wow, <laughs> it's terrible. It's absolutely like you feel bad for both organizations. Who do you feel really worse for? There's Sean Payton coming back, and it's like, oh, who feels bad for Sean Payton? I, I I'm starting to after last week. It's like, <laughs> oh boy. I think that he wrote his own checks. <laughs> He's reading what he sells for sure. Yeah, like uh, that's that's wow. And now you're playing in a game that really who cares? It's like, who cares? Yeah, about and it? but honestly, this is this is a get right situation for Denver. They have a lot of great tools: Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, right, Javante Williams in the backfield, Russell Wilson. They have all this this good stuff. Feel like their line was that bad? Advantage. No, right? I mean, they're not. No. They can't be this bad. No, it's it's they they can't be that bad for long. Um, right. I think week four is when it's this is the slump busting team, Chicago. Having said that, however, Chicago has shown some flashes of just like, oh, okay. So they're not that bad. The same, either. same deal for them, right? Yeah, same deal for them. They they're not as bad as they look. Um, right. So right. 
coin toss for me. Yeah. First choice. Yeah. Um, I think the home team bears is where I'm going. Sure. Man. I'll take it. It's hard. It's hard. Uh, Why I not? say, I say, I say Russell gets out there and, and wins one there. <laughs> I think, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He's got half to start wearing wristbands. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Uh, Ravens and Browns. That's a good one. That's a it good. It seems one. like that division has just been hammering each other already. Yeah, coming into four, week four already. Jeez, like the defenses are just so stellar. It's just smash mouth football. You know, this is going to be the same. This is going to be the same. Um, yeah. And it's going to be fun to see to get a look at what a guy like Lamar Jackson looks like this year against a, a defense like that. You know, and coming off a loss him. too. Coming yeah, off but a loss he, too. He had he had big flashes last yeah. week where you know you see him like that's what he did in college. That's what he did last season. That's what, that's always made his name in this league. Um, so it's kind of like the immovable object, unstoppable force thing. We'll see how. But it, it feels out. it feels like a, a momentum shifter though, because whoever wins goes to three and one. The other one is at five hundred. I mean, you know, these games just are that that much more magnified when you're playing it, and they're both good teams, both really good defenses. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'd buy that narrative more in like week eight. <laughs> but, <again>. <laughs> <laughs> but you're saying week four not so right much. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right it's a free, right it's a free look. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I honestly think so. Yeah. It's just you know they're just. Yeah. All right, so Brad, what's the what's the spread on that one? What's the? Cleveland's given three. Because of home, home field. Man. So, I say, give me the Ravens. I think it comes down to coaching, and I'm just gonna go Harbaugh. You don't you? Yeah, you think him over us to Fansky, eh? Um, I'm just yeah. thinking. I'm thinking it's Deshaun Watson and it's Lamar Jackson, and it, it could become something. But those two guys are on separate teams, so you can't be. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying competitively, it could become, it could become, you know, a high scoring affair if they if they play their games like that, right? But you're talking about two great defenses. Uh, I think Baltimore wins this game as well. Uh, I do. I do. Get <laughs> up. Get up. Yeah, it's uh but we'll see. This is this is gonna be a big test for both teams. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Uh Bengals Titans are next. Bengals go to chance yeah. back to five hundred. I mean yeah, you know, they look somewhat decent there, man. Yeah, I mean it's still it's one of those things still a little bit uh tough. You know, same, hurt, same, same situation. They can't they can't be They've got to turn that around. Yeah. Fast. to be what they've done so far, right? Seriously. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of pissed off people looking at that AEP where they grabbed Jamar Chase and Joe Burrows. And... Yeah. I had a matchup two weeks ago, and I'm looking, I'm like, I got T. Higgins in my WR2. Homeboy on the other team has Jamar Chase, WR1. I'm like, I'm screwed. Yeah. T. Higgins <laughs> went off. Jamar Chase did nothing. I, I don't I don't see them continuing that trend. They gotta yeah. feed Jamar Chase as often as possible. Period. Yeah, there's there's too much ta- there's too much talent on that Bengals team, really offensively. Yeah, just between just between Burrows and and, uh, and Chase, it's it's yeah. stupid. And if, if Joe Mixon, it's it's, it's it's inexcusable. I know we've been throwing around the preseason thing. 
Um, that's inexcusable. Those, those two should be sharing sleeping bags, right? They should be interlinked neurally. Figure it out. Right. No excuses. Yeah. And they have been too. That's the thing, right? So yeah, yeah. Something's up. Uh, Who's given the Bengals? I just don't trust the Titans. Yeah, I think the Bengals as well. I think the Bengals are going to come out hard. Yeah, the Titans look terrible, Brett. I'm also not going to choose the Titans because once again they tossed me out of my stupid ass survivor pool unceremoniously a couple weeks ago. So I'm not going to choose them for the rest of the year. <laughs> That's good. I, I love that kind of uh, that pettiness. Awesome. <laughs> and I'm I'm. I'm going to once again ride Brad's coattails. I don't want to be on the wrong side of history. I'll go down with you. So you're going Bengals? You're going Bengals as well, Reed? Not touching the Titans. (laughs) All right. Who's next? Rams, Colts. Colts are at home and also uh, the one-point favorite. Colts won one. (laughs) Colts beat the Ravens last week. Colts are two and one. Yeah. Yeah. Then they're one and oh, sans Anthony Richardson, which is. Yep. Yeah. And uh, sounds like he cleared concussion protocol and he's back on the field today. So. Mm-hmm. That boy is a lot of fun to watch play football. Yep. So. I think, uh, I think so too. I think the Rams, I don't know. I mean, I think they are who they are. Right. Which is not talented. They've got two really fun receivers, but I think. That you know, they hit that wall pretty soon. I don't know what the Rams really do. I think their defense is more problematic than not. Yep. Uh, as we just witnessed against the Bengals, right? Is that who they played? Who do they play on Monday night? Did they play the Bengals or they played the they played the other game? They it was on Monday and, night. The Rams played the Bengals, yeah. 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 So so yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, yeah, the Colts have a good chance of winning this one. Why not? Why not? Yeah, three and one. It looks good. Reed. Yeah, I like I like the Colts as well. I like the Colts okay. as well. And again, you know, they're dealing with that that big gaping hole that Jonathan Taylor left, right? Which after this week he's so able to come back into. Which I mean, man, you just plug you're gonna plug Jonathan Taylor into a three and one Colts roster. Unbelievable. Yep. They look really good. They look really good. Yeah. In their division. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On the head right there with that. Uh Buccaneers Saints is the uh the next group. Both of them taking losses. Yeah, New Orleans is a uh, three point here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Jameis Winston uh return. Jameis Winston, Baker Mayfield. What year is it, right? Um, I don't know what else to say about that. No, Jamal I think Williams James, I think my James favorite running back. Throws all over the Bucks, but I mean, I, I, that's what I hope happens. You know, is is Alvin back this week? Or yeah, Al, he's back this week, correct? I think yeah. Or is that next week? Yeah, I know, it's this week. Interesting. I saw, I saw a little skit of him announcing him to come back, and it was fantastic. So what's happening with Derek? What's happening with Derek Carr then? He's got a sprained AC joint. Oh boy! They're telling me you got you got Jameis with Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas finally being healthy, going up against the Bucks uh, and Olave. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm taking things. And Taysom Hill. 
Yeah. Who I, I can't tell you what his position is. Because <laughs> it's insert now. insert player here. Yeah. I don't know hey. what the hell he's he's, he's <laughs> my favorite NFL NPC. You know what the hell he's doing half the time. Paid. That's what his position is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I don't know. Baker Mayfield, unfortunately, didn't look great on Monday night. I mean, he was playing the Philadelphia Eagles, so. Uh, Hard to look great there. Yeah, tough, tough, tough. Gave up his first interception, you know, uh, of the season. And I think a few more after that. many. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I mean, does he write himself? Does Does he come back out there? Can he Can he win? I don't know. Uh, I'll give me the Saints on this one as well. Give me the Saints on this one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's tougher, uh, you know, watching, being a Pats fan, watching Tom Brady leave and then insert Mac, Cam Newton and Mac Jones or being a Bucks fan, Tom Brady leaves, insert Baker Mayfield. Oh, it's got to be, it's got to be Cam. It has to be. That is so cool. Because you don't, you just have one ring to pry into. You don't have seven of them or however many you have. Yeah, we lost him. I stopped counting after three. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, all Plus right. Your owner is way better than the, the Tampa Bay owner. Oh my god, by a long shot. So, all right, what's up? Uh, Commanders, Eagles next. Philadelphia, maybe with the spread of the week at eight. Wow, and rightfully so, I think. Rightfully so. I'm taking the Eagles. I mean, the Commanders are two and one, but that feels like it's a straw man argument. Two and one. Yeah, I think they show up. I do. I mean, don't forget that they beat them last uh, last season. Prime time. This is not prime time, but it's still. I mean, yes, yeah, not prime time. It's also not last year's Eagles team. That's true. This, this, yeah, this Eagles defense this year is something. Yeah, and it's it's not last year's Commanders either. No. Like uh, with uh, with Howell, 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 Sam Howell, Sam Howell. Howell, Sam Howell. Yeah, Sam Howell the third. <laughs> Yeah, he's a wild boy as well with the ball where you're just like the decision making. And especially when you got Brian Robinson and uh, Antonio Gibson in the backfield, it's like you can do a lot with those two pass catching backs. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he figures it out, but I think the Eagles are going to fly, fly, fly all over them. Yeah, I agree. Man. And then, uh, you know, the, the, the Navajo Nation, whoever's suing uh, the commanders over the Redskins name, they're going to have a have a little less money to take from <laughs> uh i want to go commanders but i think it's going to be the eagles as well if you're going commando you're commanders. Uh, um, <laughs> vikings panthers is next minnesota gave him three and a half we saw this panthers team they struggled with crowd noise well yeah don't forget to that seattle though brad like eight false starts is gigantic but you could that was unbelievable like you're sitting there and it's like you can't even think anymore so i can't even imagine what was going through andy dalton's head uh and is is uh john did not know what to think it he had not he had not experienced a crowd like that before uh, vice is vice you mean that you mean they don't put out like that at argos games <laughs> no come on <laughs> not like that plenty to, plenty to scream about up there in toronto Hey, they're doing fantastic this year, by the way, Reed. Fantastic. Right. One. Sure number they, one in the CFL. Sure they are. Yeah. yeah. Well, one, <laughs> one out of six. Families <laughs> uh, <laughs> are at home. Minnesota's still favored. It's battle of all the three teams. Still better than the Broncos. Uh, Who's for the Panthers? 
is it is it Dalton or is it uh, Young? I mean, Bryce Young looks like he returned to practice today, so I think he'll be fine. Because I, I thought Andy Dalton had some moments there. I mean, Thielen's yeah. little season right now. Thielen had 145 yards quietly in that game. So he's been doing that his entire career, though. Hey, you know, he's, he's, he's just, just quietly put it together. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like the Vikings to get on to on the, the winning road. side. On the winning side of this, Justin Jefferson has just been unbelievable. I think Minnesota's just had some bad beats. They haven't played terribly. They just haven't. They just oh. had some real rough breaks. No, you look at the numbers for Kirk Cousins for Justin Jefferson. They're great numbers. The, the record doesn't show that, but Kirk Cousins has already thrown for a thousand and seventy-five yards for nine touchdowns and two interceptions. Yeah, Justin That's Jefferson has twenty-seven weeks. receptions for four hundred fifty-eight yards and a touchdown. There's yeah. receivers that don't do that in a season. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And, and you got to you got to you got to sit there and understand too. There's a boy named Allison. There's a boy named Hawkinson. And there's a boy yeah. named Madison who are also getting their fair share as well, being very For productive. Sure. And sure. Justin Jefferson is still getting all the looks. And those 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 names that preceded his name, they're a big part of that. So you know they, they have a lot of lot of mouths. Almost 1,100 yards and nine TDs. <laughs> so it's interesting because it seems like and haven't won a game. Right. Right. Oh, and third. And conversely, you got Sam Howell here at two and one, who's going for six seventy-one, three touchdowns and five interceptions. Exactly, and, and they're winning. I know it makes no sense when you hear those numbers. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Panthers get on the winning side here too. I mean, you know, that Panthers team unfortunately is uh, not so good. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. And if 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 Minnesota loses, it's theirs to lose, and if they lose it, I don't know what to tell you. Bad defense, bad coaching decisions. You cannot blame Kirk Cousins in that offense at all in this whole situation. So, shame on them if they lose. Uh, Steelers-Texans is the next matchup. Pittsburgh's three there. Texans at home. I feel like the Texans are ready or primed to go. Uh, You know, I think I've been saying all year so far, you know, next year's their year. Talent roster, great staff. Just haven't really put it together yet. Steelers well coach as always. I think the Steelers get it done. Wouldn't surprise me if Texans win. So you think the Steelers are gonna win, but wouldn't surprise you? I think the Steelers win, yeah. I just it wouldn't it won't surprise me if this goes the other way. I think we see Yeah. yeah? I, I, I think we see the Texans win. I think we do. I I think uh home crowd's gonna get excited. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I think we're gonna be doing this with the Texans all season where you're just kinda like Point. They, they, they're they, in yeah, every they game, the right? They're in yeah. every game. There's maybe not enough to get over the top. Next year, they're way better, right? Yeah. Yep. Next year, next, next year they're, they're division winners in the playoffs. I think this is the year of growth for them. So. Yep. Uh, moving to the late window, we got Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers five and a half favorites. Um, feels right. The Chargers just look like the better team. I think the Raiders... Just look discombobulated all the way around both sides of the ball. Well, Josh McDaniels is just, I think he's losing that roster. Yeah. Well, he's not losing Devontae Adams because he seems to be the guy that consistently shows up and doing <laughs> what Devontae Adams does. But the, everything else, you're just like, you know, you look, you got good running backs, you got good receivers, you got a good tight end, you got a, an actionable defense. That screams like a big coaching issue. And, uh, Boy, we've seen Josh McDaniels do this before. Yep. 
It's going so well for him. He'll be back under uh, under old Billy Boy next year. He's gonna go get a year go get a year rehab it in Alabama, and then he'll end up uh, back home in New England. Man, it's it's hard to go against the Chargers in this one, isn't it? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's a, again, Chargers are kind of a an enigma as well, where, where you see how how potent that offense is, and they still find ways to lose games. And you know, we saw. Uh, Herbert threw his first pick last week. Right. Oh, he hasn't thrown a pick yet? Oh, he hasn't thrown a pick yet. Yeah, so so it's like, how how are they not undefeated? He's 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 still for 939 and six touchdowns, no picks. And Keenan Allen's gone for 32 receptions, 402 and two touchdowns. Oh, it's wild. And all that's without Austin Eckler. Yeah. Yep. So I... I yeah, I think the Chargers are going to win. I think they're going to win big on the Raiders. The Raiders are in, are in some trouble this season, I think. Yeah, it'll be a nice short flight for them. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I think it'll be an easy, easy peasy win for the Chargers. Yeah. Yep. And you got uh, your Patriots here, Reed, walking into Dallas. <sighs> Seven point favorites, but I feel like that's not going to be the way it goes. Uh, that this. Uh, Trayvon Diggs injury is a big deal. Mm. Josh Dobbs throw all over them now. So the defense is really challenged there in Dallas. The offense looks atrocious. Yes. So, Remember we were talking about that too? It's like... Give me New England outright for this game. Yeah. Remember that, Brad? We were talking about Dallas. It's like, is this even somewhat of a, a real defense, a real team here? And then we saw... Well, that. The last time, the day we recorded last time was the day that Trayvon towards ACL and we both were like mm, yeah big blow yeah there's there's a lot of talented names in that defense um, but you know you've got a lynch, linchpin and uh, Trayvon Diggs yeah so, well, what's, I mean Stephon Gilmore right what we were saying was the underrated pickup of the because you, you, were, you were allowing him to be the number two corner yeah, which at yep. this point in his career that's what he's suited to be he's not yep. a number one but he's an elite two right yep and now he's back to having to be the one and it's just not going to be the thing you still have Micah Parsons there, though. I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter if the ball comes out fast. If you're not covering, it don't matter. If we are talking about Mac Jones, I mean, we are we are talking okay. Mac Jones. Okay, it, limit gun to your head, Josh Jobs or Mac Jones? Who? Exactly, Josh Jobs <laughs> or Mac Jones? We know you have Dak Prescott on the on the Cowboys, though. I right? know, but Josh Jobs is through all over Dallas. We're Arizona. Yeah. Just torched them. Right. Right. And Dak Prescott couldn't score. And Arizona's defense isn't bonded. So I see I see where you're going with this. That's why I'm there going. What are you talking so, about? Jones. Yes. I see where you're going. Yeah, I understand what you're saying about Mac Jones. I'm just saying they didn't get beat by elite quarterback. They got beat by Josh Dobbs. Okay. I, I get that. I get your analogy, but you know. My, I mean, there's too much talent in this Dallas team just to like just okay. get... pick them. I'm pick the Patriots. Who are you picking? Uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys on this one. Sorry, Reed. You said Mac Jones like nine times, and I'm shivering and shaking. So <sighs> I have nothing else to say. I'm speechless for the first time ever. You know, it's... who are you? Who are you picking? Mac Jones. <laughs> Don't ask me that question. Don't make me pick Mac Jones. I'm obviously. It was the, the the Pats fan who got killed at the game. 
I heard about that. That's terrible. Then, he, then his family thought it would be cool to bury him in a Mac Jones jersey. Oh, no. That's tough. That's tough. Tell me your family doesn't love you. Seriously. Tom Brady. Tell me doesn't love you without telling me your family doesn't love you. That's terrible. That's it. You, you, look, at, you, look, at, you look at Alabama right. quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts, Tua, Mac Jones. <laughs> we got the redheaded steps. Might as well just uh, give me Greg McElroy jersey and call it good. Seriously. Um, Cardinals, 49ers. 49ers are 14-point favorites. This game is in Santa Clara. Yeah. 49ers big. I don't know what else. Yeah, three. I'm going over. <laughs> Niners, three, three touchdowns, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what else do you say there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on, Chiefs and Jets are the Sunday night games. So you guys can be good, you know, whatever you want to be there, hang out. Who's starting on the Jets? Still Zach Wilson. I heard that they were putting in somebody right now, getting them ready. Uh, they just signed Trevor Simeon, but he's that's like, it. He's not like, a starter. That Kansas City is nine and a half point favorites. Getting ready for the week after, right? So it, I, I guess, who knows? Who knows? There, the, Trevor Simeon's there in case something happens. He's the second condom, essentially, for that offense right now. Like okay. it's, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> Bad. I feel bad for this team, like, and they're getting all the primetime games with no Aaron Rodgers, so it's it's terrible. It's it's yeah. really bad. Uh, Chiefs by nine and a half, and I'm uh, not waving off that. Chiefs by way more than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chiefs show they can make the end zone there. They, a lot of ass whipping in uh, New Jersey. Yeah. 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 God help New Jersey, New York, if uh, if Taylor Swift isn't the box because he's gonna be damn. She's going to be brutal. Uh, and then the very next night, uh, in the same stadium, uh, my Seahawks to the Giants, even line. And uh, I'm taking my Seahawks all day long because Daniel Jones sucks on prime time. And uh, I think Daniel throws all over that defense. And that's the way it goes. Hey, Kenneth Walker looked legitimate in that game. He's NFC Player of the Week. They yeah. Announced that today. He looked great in that game. And it's like, how can you go against the Seahawks when I mean, you see something like that? Like, their offense is coming back on. This is a must. Like, to me, it's like a get out there, get the win, get your morale up, and move on to the next because Seahawks are going to be 3-1 then. It's, it's, We're turning around. Yeah. Yeah, babies. Hey, uh, kids, listen, I love you both dearly. I'm going to pick my kids up from school. So, an hour set aside. That's my time. You guys have some things to talk about, including hockey. And uh, you can shit all over Sean's Blue Jays read for me. I will. For the playoff situation. I have one quick question. Um, yeah. What size Seahawks jersey did Sean buy when you guys were at the uh, He wore an old Russell Wilson jersey he had and got shit on all day by the fans that were <laughs> Classic Sean. All right. Love you, Brad. You're good. Take it easy, Brad. (laughs) Man. All right. So, uh, that was a great game, by the the way, uh, with uh, with Brad. It was was fantastic. Uh, Unbelievable that I think coming up on this week. We are right now in, to me, the the greatest time of sports. I've mentioned this many times already uh, throughout the past month here. I think October, like September, October, unbelievable. And right now, the playoffs 
uh, implications right now are heating up in Major League Baseball. What do you think of that? Or you you not been watching because your uh, <laughs> your uh, Red Sox are not in it? Yeah, it's they're not. It's not that they're not in it. They they didn't. They weren't in the season. They're seventy six and eighty one right now. Um, pretty bad. And there's there's no reason for that kind of lackluster performance they've had. Um, yeah. So. I'm still going to shit on your Jays because you guys were in it. You had a very good team. Um, but we haven't had a good team, you said? No, the Jays had a good team this season. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've, they've actually, like, these past few years looked pretty good. Even with, like, we lost our ace, ace uh, Manoa. Yep. They had to send him down, so all of a sudden you have to fill that role. And then yep. – uh, uh, Ryu just came back from injury not that long ago there, started picking up some stuff. So, I mean, like, you know, we 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 have an okay team. I just think that we don't have that. Like, nobody's taken over on, on the Jays as far as, like, Guerrero or Bichette just dominating. I mean, Bichette's batting average is really good. But as far as, yep. like, home runs, it's, I don't know. It's I mean, a, a whole bunch of contributions all over the place. But it's just surprising that we're, we're in. Um, no matter what, we're probably going to have to face Tampa. Which is not a great, <laughs> not a great thing to to, to do. It's uh, no. it's 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 a scary proposition. I mean, you would rather feel like Houston having to face um, Minnesota because you have a winning yeah. record against them. And Seattle's still in this. I mean, Seattle's still in. Yeah, I agree with everything you've had to say so far. Listen, I don't know what to make of this season. It's it, it's been hard to watch. I've been doing standing watching all year. I've been in a, fan, a fantasy league, as you know. I think you're still in that league as well. I am. Um, Didn't what's do. impressed me the most this season has been the Baltimore Orioles. Yes, their away record has been insane. It's like everything's a home game for them. Yeah, 50, 52 wins on the road this year. It, you know that that's that's really tough to do. And you got you know in, in the National League, you got the Braves kind of doing the same thing. So yeah, all I think over it's going to be, yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think it's going to be, uh, you know, and then you've got the Dodgers being the Dodgers, as typical, right? Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what to make of it. But uh, Arizona and 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 the Cubs, I mean, making it in. That's with still Miami hot in pursuit there. You know, like it's not over there. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of parity, but you know, again, you look at you look at what the Braves have been doing. You look at what uh, the Dodgers are doing and have been doing for the better half part of a part of our decade you, here now. You expect that. You, what you don't expect is Baltimore coming out like that. Just you expect Baltimore. I thought they were going to take that next step into the wild card. I wasn't expecting them to be divisional champs. You know, and well, it's it's easy when the Yankees and the Red Sox are are doing what they're doing, right? Sitting at the bottom of the division. Well, let's face it. I mean, nobody nobody was looking at Tampa. It was either the Yankees or the Red Sox with the Jays, right? So yep. everybody thought maybe Baltimore would take that next step. Uh, Tampa Bay, though, they just seem to have that every now and then. They just show up with a team that they just created and come out there. So yeah, and I, I honestly, I honestly, I truly believe that Baltimore did only take that next step. But again, you have the heavy hitters in the in the division that took hundred steps back. So it looks like they took 101. They just took one step. Everyone else failed worse than they than they've been winning. So 
I mean, I think you knew with the Yankees though, because they really didn't have any pitching going on. And and when Aaron when Aaron Judge went down, that that really hurt them. That hurt the Yankees. And and the Red Sox, it's like I think it's the the probably not the most talented looking team that we've seen in years before. You know. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's a tough time in uh, in Boston right now, Sean. It's a real <laughs> tough time. Patriots, Bergeron's retired. <laughs> I know the Bruins. They're still saying though that they have playoff uh, chances there in the NHL, my friend. They still have playoff chances. Maybe coming into a wild card. Maybe still in the top three. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, two major centers gone. Brad Marchand's your captain, which actually is not a bad. That's not a bad thing. I think that was the next logical step. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, he he's he's a guy that's matured a lot. Um, and he still does what he does and you know what he has above everything else and the reason he's the captain is because the players are ready to line up behind him and frankly there's there's no one else to stand ahead of him anymore you know there's no one David Pasternak's the he's the prolific scorer right like he can't take on those responsibilities you rarely rarely see a guy like that you know kind of take on that that position you Sidney Crosby and Ovechkin are the guys that do stuff like that and they're you know, it's Brad Marchand. It, it, it made sense to do what they did. So sorry well, I segued out of baseball so quick. It's just the Red Sox have been yeah, yeah. me. Well, I just wanted I just wanted to jump over to the Bruins because it it's going to be a long season. I mean, you still have Swayman. Course, yeah. You still have uh, good pieces there. It's just you need one more. You need at least a center, right? Like one. Yeah, and uh, you know we're we're checking the couch cushions and uh, you know checking the pockets and the jeans that are about to head in the laundry and hoping that someone comes out and is able to you know kind of fill that role. Um, there's there's a couple of names there where you're like, oh, I've, I've seen that guy elsewhere, um, but yeah, yeah, that you know you you really do need everything in hockey flows through the centerman. And Absolutely. If you don't yeah. have if you don't have that name there, and Bergeron has. And again, no one's mad at him for retiring when he did, right? The guys sacrificed everything That's physically great. for this team, yeah. his entire career, every playoff season. I've, I've come on here and I've evangelized these stories over and over again. Punctured lung, fractured rib, broken tibia, stuff I can't pronounce. I had to open up medical books to understand what the hell is up with Bergy. But boy, did he leave a gaping hole and some big skates to fill. So, Yeah, it's... Uh... It's surprising to me because it's like um, you just think about how Boston just kept on going, developing other players coming up, but those two were constants, Krejci and and uh, Bergeron, and so it has to be a gaping hole seeing both of them leave at the same time. Not one, but both, right? It's the good news is we've got Milan Lucic back, so everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> oh my goodness oh my goodness all right what do you think of Connor bedard's upcoming season what do you think about it? you heard about what he did in the the rookie tournament there and yeah four points uh, they got taylor hall over there they got a couple of flashy signings really to, maybe to protect the kid maybe just to develop the kid but what do you think I don't think they're good at protecting kids over there. I don't think they. I don't think they. I don't. That's how they run things over there. I think they just kind of like out of the frying pan into the fire, and I think that's the way it's going to go. And you know, you're the the fledgling little loon leaving the nest, and you, you're either going to bounce off some nice comfy moss and make it to the water, or you're going to smash your head off a rock, and that'll be the end of it. 
Uh, so I think that's I think that's how that whole thing is going to go for them. <laughs> I think I think it's going to get ninety points. I don't think the Blackhawks are going to make it, but I think Connor Bedard is going to have a good season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's 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 what they've got to hang their hat on for the most part. Listen, there's there's uh, you know parity has has been kind of dwindling in the NHL for a while now. Um, you know, it, it was the most parity filled. Uh, um, you know, postseason in all sport and the seasons, you know, you just, you have no idea what the swings and the ups and downs of an 82 game season. But I think we're starting to see some teams kind of just kind of form those big three type situations. You know, you see it in, in Edmonton with Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid and stuff like that. And that's, you know, they, they're still young and, and, you know, they still have uh, some hair to get on their chest. But now that this is the season where we're going to start seeing these teams really kind of mature and, 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 you know, we're, we're trying to see who's going to be the, the team to carry the, I, to, to ascend to the throne, right? I mean, we got dynasty. Edmonton is is right there on the cusp. But the thing is, is that okay? Is Jack Campbell going to be their answer, or they're going to go with that kid there? Like their goaltending is always the issue there. But their defense looks like it, it got bolstered up this season. They uh, got a couple of nice signings. I, I like the blue. It's I like the Blue Jackets this year too. I mean, you got the kid coming in Fantilli. You got yep. a healthy uh, Johnny Hockey and a healthy Patrick Line. Um, yep. Who knows? And then I was hearing. Yeah, like, and, again, and again, you know, uh, Goudreau was kind of like a, a bit of a dud last season, right? Like he did, he did what he was supposed to do, uh, but he didn't do what you wanted him to do, really, and kind of have a blowout season. And, there was nobody you know. really to play with at that moment as well. I know. So, I mean, now you bolt, bolstered up a little bit more on defense with uh, proper off. You know, and yeah. who else? Who else did they get as well there? Like their yeah, defense. Uh, Provorov and Severson. Is it Severson that came over there, or yeah, Daniel Severson was was he in New Jersey last year? I think so. All I know is that they bolstered up. They 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 bolstered up the D. Uh, but the Mike Babcock situation, <laughs> like <laughs> I was so in on Columbus, and then that, and then I'm like, oh no. Yeah, but that's the thing yeah. that can put a team together, though, right? Like, or completely crumble them. I guess I don't or know. Or it could completely crumble them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's they have to rally the wagon, uh, circle the wagons, and, and rally the troops, and you know, kind of build off something like that. Or it could completely fucking derail the season before it starts. I just don't even understand that kind of logic. It's like uh, you say you did your due diligence, but you you still let this guy come in. Despite his records, despite all that, it's like, come on. And now, do you think he gets touched for any coaching coming up in the future? Yeah, sure. The guy, <laughs> listen, yeah, I mean, he's, he's been doing this a long time, you know, damn near, you know, 20 years, yeah. 20 seasons. He's, he's going to get work, right? Like, you know, and, and again, this is coming from a guy who walked, uh, you know, Bruce, what's his nuts there to, uh, to Vegas. Uh, for Jim Montgomery, so it's like they, you know, you think there's parity in the NHL? Just look at the coaching situations. You know, like if you, you know, Gerard Gallant got left out of a bus and then he just kind of drove off. That's how he got fired. That's the coaching situation in the NHL right now. So anything can happen. I think he's always going to have a job. If he's... It took him four years for this one. So is it another eight till he's looked at again? Because like. Tortorella survived what Tortorella was. Because Tortorella, yeah. like, you know, uh, Tortorella still, though, is he, he doesn't apologize. You see some pictures with him and uh, uh, 
oh my goodness, why can't I think of his name? Uh, he's just on, signed with Los Angeles. He came off of Winnipeg. He, he used to play on Columbus, Pierre-Luc Dubois. There we go. Yeah, Pierre-Luc Dubois. And you yeah. see some of those pictures of him like right in you know, Pierre-Luc Dubois' face. Uh, so he's hard still, but he still produces. And I feel that's why I like Columbus. I mean, not Columbus, but I like. Uh, oh my goodness, I'm all over the place here. Tortorella, <laughs> Philadelphia. Tortorella, exactly. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And and so it's it's. Yeah, maybe he'll find a team, but I just don't know who. I just don't know who because this to me this was his chance. This is his last chance, Mike Ben. So. Yeah, I don't know if it's his last chance. Um, and it's going to be his decision, right? Like, I, I think someone somewhere will, will pick up a phone and... Pick a flyer. Who's he going to call? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? I mean, he's had success in his past. He's had a lot of success in his past, right? So... I mean, you know, I was expecting him to get out of the fun gate here. It's just like, you can't be treating players like that. Um, you know, and then it's like, has he lost touch altogether? I mean, just think about what he had to do to get ready to come in, like, you know, probably talking to these guys, trying to develop them up and everything else. And the first thing you do is ask for their phones. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's not a man that belongs in 2023, but hockey isn't a sport for 2023, right? Like, yeah. they're going to fucking Australia for their first international, right. their first really international game. Right. Uh, not, not North American game there. It's like, that's hockey for you. Yeah. Like, hockey's having trouble adjusting to the modern world, the modern age with social media and stuff like that. And fucking the Me Too movement, like, when, when that kind of died down in Hollywood, hockey had their, their time in that, that ugly spotlight with with all the scandals that they just kind of, like... Scandals. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it hit us right in Boston. Like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's just, like, catch up. You know, we, we love talking the tradition of the NHL and exactly. hockey and all that other stuff, but... It, you got it. You got to get used to this. There's, you still deal with rampant racism, you know, for everyone. Like everyone's constantly dealing with that crap. Um, you know, sexual assault, sexual harassment. Yeah. You know, it's just it's it's never ending, right? But again, Mike Babcock, he didn't violate any of those cardinal sins that makes you no. completely toxic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't think it was that much to ask. Um, right. But so it's also another symptom of him trying to uh, him and the NHL need to get with it already yes. and modernize. Right. I don't, they don't need to go to the the lengths that the NBA has gone to, right? Because I think they've swung a little too far um, into the you know modern sensibilities, right? Um, where it's it's almost becoming unwatchable at this point. Uh, but they 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 are light years behind everyone else. It's, yeah. it's crazy. I think I think the NHL is trying to get in there by like promoting their players, getting that all going. You know, I think that the play will present itself. I do think that their deal with ESPN Plus, all that, like getting that exposure. But you're right, the social media needs to go up. I think some of these younger players though are getting it, going off to Twitch, going off to all these places, and just developing developing their brand, but bringing awareness to hockey. I think, uh, yeah. yeah. The sexual assaults were were definitely absolutely detrimental to the league, uh, but I think yeah, even the even the Hockey Canada one, which is not the yeah. NHL, but it fucking might as well be. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> talking hockey, like so one of the biggest resistance to that. You got to clean that up. But I, I mean, you know, you heard you've heard of the same, and all the all you know all the leagues has, has had some sort of. Uh, black eyes on it so they have to turn that corner and really just promote 
the talent that they have, and hopefully they get some accessibility to some of that talent as well. That's why I think Connor Bedard will be good to the game because he'll be yep. able to the press. Uh, not that until they di- until they dig into his Twitter for five exactly. years. Exactly, and that's you know what I- <laughs> yeah. Because look at McDavid; that's- he's very businesslike, very you know, uh, and and you know that's kind of the way sometimes you have to be. Um, so it's interesting. I mean, I think their play, their their players. That's how they promote it. That's how they promote this NHL. Yeah, and 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 again, I don't I don't want to be all doom and gloom in the NHL. They'll catch up with that stuff. Um, I think you're right. I think that the players kind of need to come together and on their own terms. We're seeing guys that got out of the league years ago, like Paul Bissonnette. He's a force in social media, right? Like he's on the, exactly. the podcast. He's, you know, he's, he's so good for hockey. He's so, he's so good. good for hockey. And yeah. they need to you know, strengthen that relationship with him. And he's a wild boy, right? But that's, that's good, right? Because yeah. hockey fans and hockey players are wild boys as well, right? And girls. So it's like it's a wild sport. Um, you still have fighting that's, you know, sanctioned to, you know, it's been pared down a little bit, but it's still sanctioned, right? You know, so I think you just need to embrace some of those relationships and get those, you know, start getting these personalities out there a little bit more. It's tough because you got a lot of Eastern Europeans, um, you know, they're not the the most, uh, you know, verbose, um, you know, in terms of interviews and social media. You don't have the crazy personalities that you get out of sports. Uh, but you got Henrik Lundqvist, who is great, I think, for the game now, been announcing they're going over. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a beautiful great. son of a bitch, too. Exactly it. He's just great for the game still, you know. But, uh, I mean, NHL can't keep doing the same old trope of, like, let's get Snoop Dogg in there to commentate on a game. It's like, <laughs> all right, guys. How many how many shizzles and yeah. you know, for hizzles do you need? Yeah, I mean, if Snoop still wants to talk about hockey, that's great, right? But it's like yeah, hockey is for everyone. You need to look but, at how uh, just even within your own talent and everything yeah, like that. And your own rosters, get it, get it, get it going. You know, when when people see how beautiful the game can be played, and trust me, playoff hockey is probably the most beautiful thing you could ever watch. Uh, yep, nothing, that's nothing like those seven-game series. It's and, absurd. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and with with legalized gambling, you know, just kind of spreading like a rash across the United States of America, right? Like, what's more fun and frustrating to gamble on than professional ice hockey? Right? It's like exactly it's, it. That's like <laughs> that's definitely the way to lose money right there. <laughs> Seriously, and it, it's it'll be a big boon for uh, you know for Penn and all those other you know. Uh, whatever the other big uh, gambling uh, online gambling uh, houses are. So, you know, I think they need to embrace that more. And so yeah, true. Degenerates. People are doing cocaine again. Yeah. Gamble on some hockey. Yeah. And and the thing is, I think they are, they, they've, they've actually signed on with a few uh, of like DraftKings and everything like that. NHL. Yeah. There's money. There's money to be made there. Um, yeah, sure. And I think that's, I think that's going to be the route they have to take with this whole thing. It's kind of just like, uh, it's Wednesday night. What are you gonna do? There's no more baseball, right? Basketball, basketball. You, you know, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to start spending money on that stuff. Because you can't just be gambling on Saturdays and Sundays for weeks. So I mean, uh, so like talking about that sports gambling on uh, the NHL. I remember a buddy of mine asking me like, who who would I pick to to win? I said, well, Boston Bruins, and I said they'll probably meet Edmonton, and. Uh, uh, how wrong it ended up being, especially with the Florida Panthers doing what they did, uh, and, and that whole entire storyline. I think that ruined everybody's brackets. <laughs> Florida Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> leave, leave it to Florida to throw a wrench in the gears. I think they've done this before. Recounts and such. Yeah. <laughs> his name. 
he's just crazy. A, a Florida man, yeah, the, the, the race itself. <laughs> Florida man, that's right, that's right. <laughs> oh man. Well, on that note, I think that brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the A and B show with uh, Reed and Brad. Just had to step out, had some family obligations, but man, always great to talk to you. Always great to do this. Uh, appreciate your time. You know, I hope and pray for the best for you coming up in the future there. And uh, blessing on your family, you know, it's, it's growing. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we might be done growing, but I don't know. Maybe I could slip one past the goalie again. I still got those moves. <laughs> you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That's all I got to say on that. I haven't I haven't done the snip zip yet, and she hasn't tied the tubes yet, so I'm still I'm still rooting for five little reeds running around. But there we go. Wow, there we go. That's a that's a lot of slipping past the goalie. <laughs> yes it is oh my goodness hey I forgot we didn't do our one on one question oh my goodness oh boy do you, oh, have... you can edit this right huh you can edit this right yeah absolutely you can just absolutely All chop right. shop it in alright alright do you have one I can come up with on the fly like I usually do alright here we go here we go alright you want you want me to start? Or you want me to you to start there on this one? All Take right. This away. So my one-on-one question to you, Reed. All right. Let's hear it. Is right now with everything that is happening in the world of sports, and you had to pick one sport that you can watch um, during this time period. So if the NHL, if it was the Boston Bruins, and if it was uh, the Patriots, and if it was. Uh, the Red Sox all playing at once. Who would you pick to watch? Believe it or not, it's going to be the Patriots. And I know I'm, I'm down on Mac Jones over there. But, you know, again, the games the games we're losing, they, we're weirdly in them for no good reason other than Bill Belichick is a scheming son of a gun and players make plays when you need them to. It, it's, it's been exciting. It's been interesting. Frustrating. Uh, but I like having things to bitch about, and Mac Jones has been giving me plenty to bitch about there. So, yeah, I think I got to go with the Patriots on that one. All right. Not to say that again, I, I, I'm very interested to see this season how how it pans out with the big gaping holes in the Bruins. Uh, but yeah, I got to say, I'm re- I'm really enjoying my Sundays with with Mac. <laughs> for punishment. All right, yeah, one for me. Let's see here. Hmm. Let's do a... Do you really give a shit about Izzy's DUI in New Zealand? A country that's basically the entire size of New England plus a couple of other states with only 5 million people. He's been getting a lot of grief about this DUI. Right, and you know, Sean Strickland has the belt, and it just seems like it's all going down for Izzy. Is Izzy done? Is are, are we off of Izzy? Is he is he going to come back? Is this DUI kind of like a 
maybe you know a, a, a flower on a, a, a shit plant that's just like everything's coming down. Is he going to be the next John Bones Jones here? That's what I was just thinking. All the bad parts, you know. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of Izzy? Because he's the one that's got my me scratching my head the most lately. Which is like, how do you lose that Strickland fight? Not to knock Strickland. That's, no, exactly. I I was I was thinking the exact same thing. It's like how how does that happen? And then it gets a D. That's a fight he should yeah. have just won. You know, and then it you definitely sounds like John Bones. It's like the ingredients of John Bones stuff, you know? It's like yeah, he he was he was uh, you know a hit and run on a pregnant lady away from being John Bones Jones there. Like, <laughs> is he? What do you do? How do you get a DUI in New Zealand? I thought everyone was driving drunk out there. <laughs> <laughs> so does he turn it around? How does he turn it around? Does he need to work on his image, his branding? He's getting destroyed by Sean Strickland on all fronts. It's it's getting hard to watch for a guy who a year ago looked just completely unstoppable, right? Like you're talking about one of the greats of the greats. Like, yeah. What what, what would you what would you say to Izzy right now? I guess. All right, you're, you have take some time, take some time and reflect. You don't want to rush back in. You need to you need to figure yourself out. I think he needs some counseling stuff like that, and just get his head on right before he comes back because you don't want to do it for the wrong reasons coming back. Uh, without your head on right, so yeah, that, that's that's what I would say, right? He's young still; he still has a lot to prove. It's not over for him, um, but yeah, he needs to he needs to get his head on right. On, on that note, though, we keep getting our John Jones and uh, St- uh, uh, Miocic fight. Yeah, Stepe Miocic fight getting kicked down is going to be in December now, right? Uh, yeah. I'm just looking forward to that fight. I'm just looking forward to that fight. It's just so interesting. All right, so so Izzy, lay off the anime, um, call an Uber, uh, and uh, just relax and watch the John Jones fight whenever it may come. That's it. That's it. I totally agree. It's going to be so And John Jones, I, you know, to, to piggyback off that, what a comeback for that guy, right? Going to the heavyweight division and do what he, what he, what he did and just, like, he was he was kind of like a joke for a bit <laughs> with all the out of cage you knew, you knew you could not put it past him and I'm like this guy he's gonna be dangerous and he put on the right amount of weight you know yeah. and uh, his championship breeding there <laughs> with his brother and you know it's 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 unbelievable so yeah good for him a great fight coming up I mean yeah. Stipe always has a puncher's chance. Who knows, right? He's still on paper the greatest heavyweight of all time. Right? Exactly. For how long he was able to, to own that division. So Exactly. The fight. Yeah. All right. Is he just look at John Jones? He didn't fall as far as he did. I don't think John Jones would have lost to Sean Strickland. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he might lose to Stipe. You never know. I mean, you just don't know what, what's going to come out. It's going to be interesting. It's gonna be a yeah, we'll have we'll, we'll have to get together a little closer to that one, but absolutely. Uh, I, I don't see Steve beating John Jones. I know me me neither, but still, he has a future chance. There's a lot of there's a few people we said we don't see him beating, and he, he came out. So I mean, he did it over and over again. Yeah, it's it's interesting. All right, on that note, all right. Just remember, be good or be good at it, and a big old. Free Izzy. Free Izzy. There we go.